Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. All right, my goodness. Everybody's looking so good today. We want to say uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Global Watch International Call after a two-week hiatus, and it is January 3rd, 2022, 6 a.m. Jerusalem time, and we are starting the year with 21 days of prayer. This is the second year of 21 days, which uh, last year we did it in the same time in January, and this series is entitled Rend the Heavens, and it's based on Isaiah 64, verse 1. The first week of the 21 days is going to be about repentance, revival, and restoration. And so this is the very first session of the 21 days. And we're honored to have representatives from Native America leading with Mary Faust, our very own Mary Faust hosting. And uh, so we want to just declare over you great things in 20. We declare that um, it's going to be the best year that you've ever had. The favor of God is going to be on you always that he's going to give you a continual spirit of wisdom and revelation of renewed strength and of great protection. And we just declare that there's going to be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit throughout the many tribes in Native America like never before. We just declare those things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so much, Fred. I am so honored. We have the indigenous people on this watch tonight. And we have, have been on this watch since February of 2020, when we launched the beginning of February. And I just counted such a huge privilege. Mm-hmm. In the email, those of you that read the emails that are on the email list for the Indigenous Watch, I said that having the First Peoples, adding their sound to the prayer and to the watchman role is no longer just a great idea. It's not just a catchphrase that we are hearing today. I believe it's the reality of the hour that where God is moving among every nation, every ethnos across the universe. And so tonight we are so privileged and I'm so honored to bring on this call tonight, on this watch tonight, leaders from the different indigenous peoples across across um, the globe, and they will we will be addressing three topics tonight. What we will do, just for household, just as a reminder, we're going to we're not going to have a breakout session. We do have a worship team from Georgia, from the Taíno Nation, representing the Thai Nation is Alex Castillo and his wife, Brandy. They will be leading us in live worship tonight and pray for them because they're having storms in their region. And then we are having Dr. Nigel Big Pond from the Uchi tribe in Oklahoma in the um, belonging to the Creek Nation. The Uchi people are a nation of their own. And so we are privileged to have Dr. Nigel Big Pond who will be sharing on repentance the topic of repentance and following him, we will have Uli from Herrenhut, Germany, who represents the Moravians 
who really were the ones that launched a mission into every indigenous people groups. It was the heart of the Moravians that the indigenous peoples would be reached with the gospel, the message, the good news. And so those of us that have been privileged to be on site to join and build relationship with the Heron Hooters and the Moravians, we are so happy to welcome Uli to share with us about revival. And then we have Catherine Dunstan, Katie Dunstan, who is from Australia. She's First Nations woman from Australia, who will be topping off with the subject of restoration. And she really does have some very um, key things that she will share with us. Following these three speakers, we will open the mics then for prayer so that we can add our voice of prayer in agreement on earth as it is in heaven from the three things that we will be sharing tonight. But to start off this evening, I really felt from, let me just read very quickly from Psalm 89. It says, Psalm 89 verse 15 says this, blessed are the people who know the joyful sound, who understand and appreciate the spiritual blessings symbolized by the feasts, they walk, O oh Lord, in the light and favor of your countenance. You can read 16 and 17 on your own, but tonight we want to come into agreement as indigenous people worldwide that we are a people who know the joyful sound. We don't just hear it and we don't just talk about it, but we are a people that know this in an intimate way as we have connected with the heart of our father, our Abba father, and as we have connected with his heart in the purpose for every tribe, language, people, and tongue. And as we kick off these 21 days of rend the heavens and come down, we want to open this up with the blowing of the shofar leading us from one of the oldest reservations on Turtle Island is Holly Kingsbury, blow the shofar holly and those of you that wish to join her open your mics and just blow along with her go ahead holly and amen that yeah. is the sound to call us into worship and i am so excited to have alex and brandy castillo from representing the thai people of turtle island and from puerto rico so would you welcome Alex and Brandy and immediately after they worship, then we will open the mic to hear from Dr. Nigel Bigpond. Amen, amen, amen. Aho is thank you. It's a sound of joy and it's a sound of gratefulness to our father. We are going to hear from Dr. Nigel Bigpond. And if any of you don't know who he is, he is really a father to many of us across Turtle Island and across the nations. He is an author, he's a pastor, and he is an, ap an apost apostolic leader to our people. Having worked tirelessly to bring healing to our people and to be a representation of what it looks like to be a bridge builder and a also to bring reconciliation to the hearts of our people. Would you welcome Dr. Nigel Big Pond? He is also going to be 
speaking a prayer of commissioning for the next 21 days for the global community as we kick off this night of rend the heavens and come down and he will be sharing with us on repentance would you welcome dr nijo big pond thank you mary good to be on the zoom call tonight it's it's an, certainly an honor to always talk about repentance and forgiveness and to go forth to, to release that in the land. And I look at Billy Graham, what he said about the, the first people, the sleeping giant. And I believe we are rising up now. And he said that at one point we would be a superpower in the land. So I just, I believe in that. I don't know what that exactly that means, that superpower will be. I, I'm sure it's the super spirit of the Lord. And then also the, the, the crazy horse uh, prophecy where the red nation will rise again, where it talks about the gathering of the nations and gathering of all, all tribes, every tongue, every tribe, every nation of all nationalities. It is key in October the 16th, the 2016, Mary, you, you, you was there, and that we went to Washington, D.C., and with many, about 27 other tribes, and where Willie Jock released the apology or forgiveness, excuse me, forgiveness to, to the land, to this country, even though they never asked for forgiveness, we gave it anyway. And so, with that in mind, I'm thinking about the timely warriors that we are. We have to be, every one of us, uh, have to be very timely warriors. We have to know the times of the season, and we're in a new season now, and so we need to know what the, that season's all about. We have to seek God's timing in this new season, just exactly what he wants to do, wants us to do rather, in every battle that we, we're going to have a tremendous battle this year. But I believe we're going to win that battle. I don't believe we're going, we're not losers. We don't get defeated. We're overcomers, great overcomers. And I know there's uh, prophecies out there about things that are going to happen. Yes, they will happen, but that doesn't change the fact that we are warriors in Christ. We understand the timing. Uh, and their timing that brings victory. And that's where I'm at. I want to bring that victory. And so to release uh, forgiveness is key for individuals that are walking in the ministry, that are walking in the season. They have to have that forgiveness, that repentant part, and they need to learn or know how to forgive. They had to discern these times. We are, everyone on this call, I, I, I believe, and I just release that over you. If you don't, well, that's fine. But uh, I believe you do. You're going to have discerning. You're going to be have a discernment that will close the ears of the enemy, what I call closing the ears of the enemy, the lack, the sin, the death, all these things. But our ears will be closed to that. But they'll be open our ears to the spirit of the Lord. Words of abundance and purity and life, new life with new joy and new peace, new understanding, new purpose, new ability. It brings me to Proverbs 2, 
3, 5, if I may read that, it says, yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And that's where I want to be. I want to know the knowledge of God. I don't want to be left behind. I want to know just exactly where God wants me to be. And, and I don't want to be stepping my bounds. I don't want to be going places. I don't need to be going, doing things I don't need to be doing. I totally want to listen to God in this season. We're all getting older. I know I'm getting older. So I don't want to waste my time on bunny trails. You know, I want to do just exactly what God uh, wants me to do. And, and I just, this year, I'm glad Mary asked me this because I just, I've been commissioning brothers and sisters in the Lord. And it is a new season for new commissioning. You may have been commissioned. I've been commissioned years ago, but there's a new commissioning that's, that's in the horizon. And it's the, this, the commissioning of promise. Certainly the promise is God, but certain, our promises to God that we are called by God for God to go to war for the new promise. Not old promises. There's thousands of promises in the Bible. We know that. But I want to go with a brand new promise of God. It's so vibrant. It's so real. It's so perfect. It's so enlightening. It's so joyous. It's so peaceful. The promises of God. And that is the promise that I see coming forth as we launch forth in this new season and to commission the new warriors or the old warrior, warriors makes no difference, old or new, we're warriors and we just need to be commissioned together as one, one body in Christ. One, regardless of our language, regardless of how we speak, regardless of our the color of our skin, regardless of where we're from, we are an army to be reckoned with in this season. And I, I just commission that to each and every one of us, that this new commissioning will be, at, and I think it's, at, and the reason I'm saying that because of that forgiveness, of that big heart, you know, when I pray in my language, I always say, go hathani aleagon, which means great overcomer, the great one that overcomes great things in a great way. I'll say that, and then I'll say, go hathani aleagon, I come with a good heart, with an open heart, with a peaceful heart. And so that clears all that old stuff out of my way so I can directly go into the throne room of God and talk to him and he hears my voice because i don't come in there complaining trying to destroy my joy or or peace i just come with love and joy and happiness i'm in the throne with god me and god and i always tell people it's that's the that sacred place is where we just sit down we shut up and we listen to god we don't ask him any questions we don't tell him anything. We just sit down and be quiet and listen to the voice of God. And I guarantee you, he's got some new stuff for us. He's got some new direction 
even in new songs, new worship, new praise, new ability, new structure. It's coming. And this year, this new year is going to be a tremendous year. It's going to be a tremendous battle, yes. But we, somewhere, I, somewhere in the Bible, I said, I, I read and said, we win. We win the battle. And so I just believe that, Mary, I just want to uh, close with this, this uh, prayer, if I may, and it's, it's a prayer <clears throat> to the land warriors, and every one of you are land warriors, uh, with your own land, wherever you're from. And so let, let me just pray this over you right now. Anthony Astale wehe awade he shahile hele agono hele offene. Heavenly Father, we come in a good way, in a strong way, good hearts, clean hearts. Let us always go forward, never look back. Let our love for you continually to grow. Father, let no one ever quit, never quit. Let them always be ready to lead, be ready to follow. And Father, let us take our godly, holy spiritual responsibility of your ability in us, your action in us. Let us go to action. And that action that you've given us be strong in the days to come. Let our covenants be strong with one another. Let us have that repentive heart, forgiving heart. Let these warriors that are on this call commission them. We commission them to greater things, greater ability, greater strength, greater joy, greater peace, greater love. For the battle is strong, but we will win your battle, Lord. We will win your battle. And they're coming from all directions, from the north, from the south, to the east and the west, they're coming. The battle will be won because of the glorious freedom that you've given us with a glorious anointing, with a glorious purpose. Now, Father, I just release that over everyone on this call tonight and all that they do. Father, there's a new battle and a new year for a new purpose, for a new structure, for new songs, new love, new joy, and new peace. I just pray this in the name of Yeshua Hamashiach, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. I just want to thank you, Mary, for allowing me to do that and appreciate you allowing me to be on this call. God bless you all. Bless you, Dr. Nigel Big Pond. We bless you back, multiplied blessings to you, and we honor you in your voice. Thank Amen. you for joining us. Yes. And now we're going to turn our attention to the topic of revival. I've invited Uli from Herrnhut, Germany. She represents, and she is living right in the village where the Moravians started their the lampstand that is still happening today, I might add, there is a company of warriors there. 
and the heart of Count von Zinzendorf to reach indigenous peoples worldwide. I'm going to let Uli share with us. Would you welcome Uli, a mother of prayer and a mother in the natural of many beautiful children. And so we just bless you, Uli. You have to unmute. Thank you for welcoming. Today I felt speaking about the mission endeavors in on Turtle Island among the indigenous people that back then the Hernhuters called the, the Indians. They had a very beautiful expression for those who were touched by the revival. They called them brown hearts. And the missions among the tribes in North America are more linked to the apostle of the Indians as we know him David Zeisberger and Zinzendorf himself, even though Zinzendorf had, had visited there on two occasions. But this man really devoted his life entirely to, to reaching the indigenous people of North, uh, of North America. He founded several, several Christian communities among the Delavars and with them in a time of evil and massacres and retaliation. He often found himself, um, together with his mission companions, between the front lines. And they were constantly on, on the, not on the run, but on, in, in very adverse circumstances, people that were, whose hearts were filled with pain and hatred and, and who, who suffered injustice and would retaliate with outbreaks of violence. The heart of, of Zeisberger was filled with passion for Christ and compassion for the people. So he, he would always negotiate and find ways for the, for the people that were with him to, to not only make a living, but to find a place of rest, even on earth. And so Together with them, he, as they were being pushed away or moved, he founded five or six different communities, tribal communities, after the example of parenthood, where a community life thrived that attracted many visitors from different tribes, as they had never seen such a, such a model of community before. And that even the very design of how to live together, how to organize life, how to share, how to share food, how to educate uh, their children, really brought transformation and made deep impact. That I think seeds of that survived, even though none of those communities lasted, as there was a great pressure from the various conflicts in between the indigenous nations, but mostly between the, the white people and the indigenous and, and the outbreaks of violence uh, linked to that. Many of the First Nation believers actually paid with their, paid with their lives either from either because they were imprisoned by the white people or they fell prey to the retaliation of, of attacks of the, the tribal people. And then also the removal of, well, they, in Georgia, about 50 years after the work of uh, Zeisberg or 40 years after, after 
his death, the First Nations people experienced a revival in Georgia among the Cherokees. And for the first time that they were able to reach the Catabas, the Chickasaws, and the Creeks, something they had prayed and hoped for decades actually came to pass. But then uh, in 1837, the Cherokees were removed from their original settled, settling places and forcefully put in reservates, which affected about 13,000 people. Now this injustice against the indigenous brought also a separation between the First Nations and the white missionaries as they felt they couldn't trust the, the white people anymore. And I think this separation is also something we can pray, we can pray into the separation of hearts because this separation out of pain of injustice also brought hostility towards the message of the white missionaries among the, yeah, the, the people. Also towards the last years of Zeisberger's missions, he, he was very disappointed to see drunkenness arise in, in the community that he had tried to preserve. And, and we know alcoholic abuse is a painkiller, but also it brought, brings so much destruction to the families involved. And the missions on Turtle Island among the, the indigenous people were driven out of, out of a love for Christ to present him as the Prince of Peace who brought peace to our hearts, but also who brought peace to, who reconciled mankind, but also who brought peace in between the hostile tribes. And even as they so often got in between the front lines. Their message was, was a message of transformation that, that had a high effect on the practical aspects of life. It, it, it really brought transformation of a whole lifestyle. And as they, the missionaries sought traces of the gospel in the indigenous cultures, they contributed to, to even esteem and preserve those tribal expressions, whether it was in, in dance or clothing. So they never forced the indigenous to just look like Europeans or become, become like them, but really they, whatever was not in, was not rejecting Christ could be an element that would represent the uniqueness of those indigenous tribal cultures before the Lord. And they really valued the, the colorful expression of the First Nations, even in, in their worship before the throne of God. And on this, I, I want to build, and I, I want to bless uh, you in this generation as you recover those roots, that you will grow in this, that you will have discernment, that you'll be able to encourage leaders even to go back to their roots and redeem those roots for yeah for pure worship and i bless i bless you with this hands-on approach on on life and missions that it's a holistic thing that affects not only the souls or some it's not only an emotional message to save the soul but but it really brings re reformation to society and transformation to yeah to a generation that will 
with their way of living get back on the old paths of, of the Lord.